0: Episode 12 of The Well Show with Equity Kings. Welcome to the World Show with Equity Kings. My name is Dumisha Ramudisa and I'm accompanied by my co-host Sebonga Chuma. Welcome to the show guys and we're going to be talking about oil, Saudi Arabia, the oil sheiks, etc, etc. So a quick market update, oil is above $80 a barrel, Brent crude oil is above $85 um, a barrel. Gold is actually above, it's actually above $1,800 for the first time in a long time. And it usually doesn't hold this 1800 level. It usually just stays there for a day or two, and then it just goes down. But it's it's holding it pretty solid. And gold seems to be taking off, so maybe this could be start of a bull market. Not for the reasons that people think, because people think oh it's inflation. No 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 no. And just with the CPI data, I think we'll talk about the CPI data later. I am constantly listening to music every single day, 24/7, and the one place that I trust the most is Apple Music. The benefits of using Apple Music is that you can listen to over 75 million songs ad free with zero commercials. Plus, get unlimited downloads to your library and listen anywhere without Wi Fi or using data. There's no commitment and you can cancel anytime. They have a three month special for free so you can listen to Apple Music for three full months for free and then you can choose whether to pay or not. And it's extremely affordable. So click the link in the description to sign up and enjoy listening to quality music for free. So what are you waiting for? Sia, what do you have for us, man? What do you have for us? I heard you wanted to talk about oil. Let's let's hit it. Let's hit it, man.
1: Okay. The oil price is currently standing at $4 per barrel and looking at the data, yesterday United States crude oil inventories, came in at 1.1, that is the actual data, and the consensus or the forecast was estimated at 2.1,25 million, of which previously was 3.291 million. So let's break this down. What does this mean? It's been a year and nine months since the coronavirus pandemic happened and we saw the oil price historic lows of around $7 per barrel. And then after that, uh, as we all know, the government came in and propped up stocks and gave out stimuluses. I'm sure everybody's been hearing that. But today, the 11th of 2021 the price of oil current 84 dollars what a significant rise in a very short time for the oil price and what does this mean for the oil future what is the forecast of perhaps early next year or before the first quarter ends That was the prediction and estimation. And yesterday, we had crucial data come out of the United States, of which is the United States crude oil inventories. So the actual numbers came out at 1,001 million, of which the forecast or outlook was 2,125 million. The 2,125, this is the estimate and then the previous actual number is 3.219 million, of which if we can do the math here, let me just see quickly, we already have a 2 million decline of this crude oil inventory. So mm-hmm. firstly, as a listener, you'd like to know what are crude oil inventories? So the word crude oil inventories means that um, oil is pumped out and refined, and then it is only stored it's stored and it is not used it's just oil that it's it's stored it's just kept there as as stock backup collateral perhaps if you'd like to put it but it's oil that is not being used but it has already been extracted so a decrease in this number what does it signify in within the economy it signifies that uh, a demand is is picking up as we are going this season A lot of people are going to be booking vacations, a lot of people are going to be traveling, and then comes the significant part as you can see, the demand is rising right now for oil. And funny how, if you can look at oil prices, if we're going to speak about South Africa, oil prices I think is last week, uh, all or two weeks back, though. Price went up. Yeah, I think the yeah nineteen twenty eight right to the liter. Mm. So that is that is a big, 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 big significant rise because no oil, no economics, null and void. Oil is the gas of economics because oil provides a resource to provide. And goods and services so true do you have and anything think to about, it,
0: about think about it think about it like this imagine no oil no economy you know why because people like biden people like the world economic forum they want to ban oil right? because oh climate change yeah, yeah, yeah climate change this and so they want to <laughs> rain on oil companies and that's so stupid it's going to have unintended consequences one reason is and this is also why i think oil is gonna I, i'm a disinflationist right i don't believe we'll have inflation like like right now i don't think we'll have inflation but um what i do believe is oil i am very bullish on oil despite my disinflationary views because the government is gonna most likely ban oil or start or or, or um cram on the production of oil because um, maybe regulations maybe stuff like that but Why do I think oil is going to go up is because the government, as the government regulates oil, they'll, they'll end up banning it, obviously, maybe by 2030, they'll end up banning oil. And so when you ban it and then you force everyone to use electric cars, remember, not everyone is going to use an electric car, not everyone. You see, and let's not forget that many people use oil is not just for petrol and and cars and whatever. It's also used in plastic. It's used, like it's basically used in everything. I mean, yes, most of the demand comes from cars. So you get rid of that demand in cars. But think about it like this. If, for example, 70 percent of of demand for oil comes from um vehicles and that is taken over by electric vehicles for for instance so 70 percent of oil demand has gone and say yeah oil is gonna crash because there won't be demand for it because the government forces everyone to use cars so let us assume that's the case right 70 percent of oil's demand is gone but also don't forget that they've banned the production of oil so virtually there is no production of oil at all and therefore if there is no regs and there is no extraction because of climate change and people are fighting for climate change there will still be that tiny demand of oil that 30 percent demand of oil that will remain and therefore if that happens and there's no production prices will go way up for oil i think someone even predicted that oil could reach a hundred thousand per barrel per barrel because of this so when you think about it like that the future for oil is bullish in my in my opinion and i think oil is going to the moon i think people who still use petrol cars in the future or gas cars or those kind of cars diesel they're going to pay high prices in my opinion that's what
1: i think okay 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 but you see you're not providing any solutions with that matter people should drive electric cars I feel like electric cars will have a much more severe damage to the environment because the technology is not only there. You mean electric cars itself? Yeah, themselves. Because obviously they're going to require a lot of burning coal in it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I agree with you. I'm not saying electric cars is the solution. I'm not making the case for electric cars. In fact, I've never, I will never make a case for electric cars because. As much as people claim that this is clean energy using an electric car, it's not because think about it. Electric cars need battery, right? You need to mine yeah. the lithium first. So most of the lithium is mined, and it and it takes out a lot of CO two. It emits a lot of CO two. Number one, if you if you compare, if you wanna be if you wanna be um, if you wanna look at the statistics, the production just the production alone of an electric car takes more CO two than to produce a gas car a petrol car when you produce an electric car just to make it it takes more co2 and then only when Mm. you start using it that's when the gas car takes more co2 than the electric car because the electric car is not emitting is not emitting much co2 because it's using electricity but we also have to consider the fact that where is that electricity coming from that electricity is most likely coming from coal or natural gas. So it's not really clean because the electricity itself has to come from somewhere. If we all use electric cars, that's gonna be a huge demand boost in electricity. And therefore that means we have to burn more fossil fuels. And I'm not mm. saying fossil fuels are good. I'm not saying they're bad either, because fossil fuels is what is what um is what decreased poverty. I mean industrial mm. revolution. That thing dramatically mm. deep mm. poverty. If we didn't have the
1: industrial mm. revolution, hold that thought. Hold, areas. That, hold that. Can you hold that thought before you stray away from the conversation? i just like, like to ask you your opinion on this whole load shedding that's been happening in South Africa and is currently taking place. I mean, I'm sure you have something to say. Would like to hear your thoughts, preferably share with us, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. With load shedding, what I think is, um, obviously, all of us think, for, for those who, who, who are not South African or those who don't live in Africa, um, maybe the Americans who are listening our fellow Americans, people from Europe. I'm sure you guys don't experience blackouts as much as we do. <laughs> I mean, blackouts here is... <laughs> Is like every single month, you're going to get it at least a few times, every single month. And it's not because people don't pay. Okay, yes, in some areas in in South Africa, like townships like Soweto, I mean, people don't pay. Some people don't pay. And then everyone else who does pay has to suffer. And so, so they get a lot of power outages. But I'm saying when the whole country gets power outages, I mean, it happens a few times a month, but it's really bad. And people pay. so what's my take on EsCOM and low sha is first of all, the reason why there is low sha is because of corruption. So many government many people who like big government will say yes corruption is the problem and we just need to get rid of corruption and then low shading will be solved. Well that's not true because corruption is a function of big government. so the bigger the government gets, the more corruption you're gonna get it's a fact. Because when you give the government more power, you give it more power to be corrupt. Whether whether you like it or not, power corrupts at the end of the day. So more power means more corruption. So I don't I don't I don't understand how corruption is not a function of big government because it is. So my solution is, you should privatize electricity. Think about it like this. And I was talking to to my friends about this. We're, we're, it was during load shedding, ironically, this week ar- around Monday, I think. I think it was Monday or Tuesday. So we're busy playing Ludo. I'm not sure. See, are you aware of that game Ludo, where you just yeah yeah board. yeah
1: I know Ludo yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Ludo. yeah now, that game is legendary. So we're playing Ludo there, and then we're just talking about load shedding. I was like, okay, this is the solution. The solution is Eskom should should be um a private entity, and not only Eskom should not be the only source of electricity that we get in South Africa. We should have other sources like other companies so that we can boost competition because if there's competition remember a business runs with a profit so a businessman has to be greedy and that greed actually helps us because it makes us more productive because that guy is greedy so since he wants profits he will make sure he does anything to get the profit so he has to provide proper electricity Mm -hmm. with proper services because if he doesn't then people will go elsewhere to a different business. You see, people mm, will pay electricity
1: mm, mm. at a different. So, at, <clears throat> so is. Mm, so basically, what Domicho is saying here is that there should be competition in in certain companies or private companies of which are going to supply electricity. In that yeah. way, if we have competition, greed is inevitable because we have a market. Yeah. Good. And greed is actually a good thing, despite what people
0: say. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. people think about greed as, oh, you yeah. guys are.
1: let uh, uh, take into consideration there's a certain type of monopoly that is actually tied to politics, of which I personally would not, not like to. I'm not yeah. really a politics person, but. You know, we got into it.
0: We actually got into it in our third episode of, of The world Show. I think it was in season one. We spoke about yeah we spoke about a government monopoly <laughs> you guys should check it out yeah you guys should check it out it's the third episode government monopoly. <laughs> <But> yeah <laughs> yeah thank you guys um in the next episode we'll just get into some politics a bit i i know some of you guys might not like politics but i mean we all have political opinions at the end of the day i mean it doesn't matter who you are you could be a scientist you could be a doctor you could be man you could be cleaner everyone has an opinion on politics and we don't want to offend anyone we just want to speak what we think is 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 correct or what i think is correct i mean most of you guys know me and cia we sometimes we don't have the same
1: views but okay we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll see but yeah stay tuned for the next episode guys